I'm gonna nip this in the butt right here. All right, this is your second day backstage with us, and I printed off a pass for you. Who is this? <laughs> like, just because I printed out a pass for you and, you know, you did good your first day and all, but that don't mean that you can just invite whoever you want. I mean, is this your brother, your cousin? Like, I mean, who are you? <laughs> all right, look, I, I don't even have time for this. All right, I'm, I'm excuse it this time. All right, because especially because I'm proud of how you conducted yourself the first day backstage. But don't do this again. If I print out a pass for you, it's for you only. You can't just go ahead and make counterfeit passes for the whole team or for the whole hood. All right. <laughs> and today we actually have a real guest backstage. So you really can't embarrass me this time. Today backstage, we have Jason Steele talking with DJ Running Out of Lines and myself. And in our conversation, Jason talks talks a lot about his upbringing he talks about all the influences and experiences that made him into the musical artist that he is today such as recording at the legendary studio stank onia recording studios man i mean i don't know if it gets any more legendary than that and he has a whole story that he's gonna have to tell you all right and after that, you know, I definitely had to call him and DJ running out of lines out for stealing the election from my boy Demo. All right. So you guys already know Trustin won. And it was because of these two guys. All right. So they're going to talk about what went into their decision. And then lastly, we finished off the podcast with a Prince story, as all legendary podcasts do. <laughs> all right, Jason tells us about the time that he met Prince on stage. Now, you don't want to miss that. Let's head backstage. Auntie's out here doing the busted challenge. you like, whoa. Hey, hey, I'm trying to see them. Where, where they at? <laughs> if your auntie out there doing the busted challenge, DM them over to thank you, Swab on Instagram. That's the only content uh, I'm probably just gonna have to do because I would hear that song again. <laughs> 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 but I, I'll, de- I'll gladly watch the videos. Though. Gladly watch. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I definitely gotta. Uh, I, I'll shoot you some of the ones I got of the aunties, man. Oh. <laughs> man. Hey, if your auntie out there doing the silhouette challenge, go ahead and just send them my number. Send them my number. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that got like so unfortunate about like this lock. Like when the mass thing happened, because like I was just perfecting like my my grocery store game, you know. I really just like yo. I'm pulling up on Auntie and Trader Joe's. Like, what's the vibe? Oh, Trader Joe's is the spot. You know, let's build something organic, you know. Shit, nigga, home goods. Home goods is where it's at too. Home goods. Oh, that's a good. That's that's it. That's a good one. Our girls gonna hear us talking on this podcast and never gonna <laughs> let us go grocery shopping again. Not on your ass gonna cut this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up at Trader Joe's every week, bro. She comes out. Like, right, what's, what's really going on over there? Right. Like no more Trader Joe's bad, nigga. You go to Walmart. <laughs> right. No Walmart. That's the Walmart. Dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, we got a we got a we got a long uh we've been friends for a while, man. Honestly, like. Jason is one of the friends that I can say like I'm still cool with from college. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of those relationships fizzle out at the time. Cause you know, niggas be doing different things, you know, and shit like that. It, it, exactly. You know, I I, I recorded my his uh I recorded my drop for him in my apartment at the time, you know. I was gonna ask you about that too, because I was like, when you got on the live, I was like, that voice sounds very familiar. And then <laughs> right. I played the mix back and I was like, okay, that's 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 who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so I did the drop for him back in the day. That was before, like, he even really started ripping and running. So that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Just to see, like, dang, these mixes just keep getting better and better and bigger. And it's like, I turn on the mix and it's like, oh, wow, that's me. Uh, <laughs> that's you, you know. You know I, I, I had to, I had to run back about you know a good five times, you know. Um, but now it's been good because uh, Tato been able to watch me the whole time, like with building into who I am right now, like not just as an artist but as a person, but then also the person that would like always like assure me to like keep doing what I'm doing, especially like when. Um, you're from somewhere that's like not as like uh, familiar like to the rest of like the music world but like me having a vision of what my sound was going to be and telling me to stick to it especially like when Atlanta you could feel that pressure to like switch what you're doing to like fit in with the crowd as opposed to where like I never wanted to do that you know I'm not I'm not a rock star I'm not a trapper I'm not a hipster I'm not none of that you know I'm just Jason exactly yeah and I was gonna ask you about that too because with your music you know I live in the Midwest right now and is is Minnesota considered the Midwest too I'm pretty oh it definitely is so, so, you know, living in the Midwest, it has its own feel, you know, and it's almost hard to describe unless you come to the Midwest, you know, exactly. but with your music, it's like the perfect blend of Southern sounds and Midwest sounds where it's like a lot of Midwest artists really have that appreciation for like jazz and like real instrumentation, right? But then you hear like uh, on the nights before traffic freestyle, you know, you also implement like those like... Um, southern sounds with like the um like the the chopping screwed vocals and stuff like that so what is that very intentional or do you feel like it's just like kind of subconscious no that's subconscious like subconscious but then intentional like because i always had a vision to be able to like meet people in the middle and then take them as far left as i want to take them you know but like some of that is just like my influences like just being on my sleeve you know yeah yeah, man. And, and it's like I said, man, I'm I, I got hip to your music just from like doing the research before this episode. And it was like uh, really eye opening to me. It, it's like, you know, um, I just feel like it's a shame that your music hasn't been discovered on a wider level yet. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I have some of those frustrations with my own creative projects where it's like, man, I have like such this dope idea, like let's say Beat Bill, for instance, right? And, you know, sometimes I get frustrated with, you know, the fact that it's not as big as I feel like it should be, right? Do you feel like you have those frustrations with your music? Um, I've been there before, just wanting to like, uh, feel like I need more and um, from a like advertisement wise, wanting to be heard, uh, feeling like, man, now nah, I'm supposed to have a, a million dollars by now. But like, it was a conversation my dad had with me, who's a musician. Um, and he was like, well, you know, it's going to be rocky, but that's okay. He said, because if it's smooth, you can't climb. Mm. Oh, um, that's deep. That's that's deep. yeah. Like if it's smooth, you can't climb. You can't climb a smooth mountain. That's like marble, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know I know that it's gonna come like over time. Like I like yeah. that it's actually been a slow build because like sure. I know what I've done like to get to right. each little space. 
Like, it's not like, you know, a situation where a label or a big manager just inserts you into something as opposed to like, no, this has been a buildup. Like, yeah. um, so each person, like, are starting to listen to me more and like adapt to my sound. It's more so like it's coming to me while I've been going for it the whole time. So I know that it's going to come. Like, that's why I'm not so stressed about traffic. Like, I had to be... Like, I had to learn to be in a moment, like, in the now. Like, nah, this is, like, beat build is, like, super important. I'm treating this like it's an official interview because it is, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, one thing, <laughs> it definitely is, you know? But I learned that thing of, like, like building up uh, laterally instead of vertically. Like, sure. people be so pressed to get to, like, that person uh, that's gonna change their life, but then say you end up getting in the room with Puffy, and all he's gonna do is call people that he's known for 20 years. Yeah, oh, that's my yeah. I don't know if y'all I'll, I'll say this like, you know, ever since I've known Jason, um, I've always known him to be a hard worker, you know what I mean? Like, his, his work ethic is unmatched. Um, you know, I remember times pulling up on him and Bro was in the stool, and if he wasn't at the stool, bro, he was he was making that shabbing at the crib. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think that's super inspiring and motivating for me, and not just for me, for other people that are around him in the music scene. Um, and he's come so far. Like I remember, there was times where you know he was trying to figure out, you know, what should my first project be like? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What kind of music is gonna call it? Welcome to the world. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like what, like, like what kind of music is supposed to go on that? You know what I mean? He was recording so much. He had so many different flows, but at that time he was still trying to experiment with his sound. Um, he was wearing a lot of different hats. You know what I mean? A lot of times when you know when you start out on your creative journey, you end up wearing so many hats. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. an artist, he had to worry about, about it, you know you know, what What looked good on him? What was the outfit, the perfect outfit to wear? You know what I mean? Um, what concept should he go with on this song? Or what? You know what I mean? It was just certain things that he had to, you know, really, you know, put his time and energy to. So, like, I, I guess I'm leading up, I'm saying all this to lead up to my biggest question. Or basically, I just want to hear from you, you know, Jason, the fact that you come so far, like, what is, like, what does team mean to you? What does what mean to me? Like team, like having a team. Like what is like how important is that to you? Oh, it's everything. It's 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 very important. Like because the team is like the people that I can trust in, and then the people that like can always tell me like what I'm not doing right according to them, along with uh, what I could do better. Like because right. nobody in my crew is yes man. Like. Right. Even like yourself, Ooh, like everybody like, tell me, nah, that's sloppy, that don't look right. right. But like, it's been so organic for me to be able to build that up. Like, so when I first graduated uh, from college, my my best friend since high school has started his management company. Right. Shout out to my management. Yeah, I remember, so I remember when, I was, when I came to your crib for the drop. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, my brother, my boy was there. So yeah. he had started Mo Management, and I was just like, all right, let's do it. He's like, all right, Jay, we're going to do it. And so, you know, him building all of his own um, connections and resources and get a red carpet welcome from meeting producers, 
um, some different veins. It, it worked like that organically because, like, that's somebody that see was like not only remembers the talented shows I was in, but was there. You know, watch me rap battle everybody in high school, listen to my first demos. And like, it's a, a way that's actual like real business and not just homeboy business. Like that's somebody that's, yo, I'm gonna introduce you to this person to talk to you about the importance of an LLC. And, right. and yeah. yo, you know, don't don't go out like Wesley, like pay like your taxes, you know? Right. Um, so for mm-hmm. that, then like, uh, crazy. So this is all in one summer of, of this part happening from the building blocks, right? So. 2016 when I graduated, me and him got like, okay, we're gonna do this. Then I was working a job as a stagehand, right? Um, I was working a job as a stagehand for True One, and I was working like as like uh for Live Nation, like collecting people's tickets, right? That's right, I remember that. And so I was like super on the fence on if I was gonna stay in Atlanta or go back home in Minnesota because it was just felt like man. I don't know what's going on. It doesn't feel like I got a real job. Like, right. you know, I'm about to move out of my swaggy apartment downtown from college because I got to be in this real world now. Right. At the time, my Pontiac, I had a little Pontiac. My Pontiac was ticking, you know? Mm. So I'll meet this cat. Shout out to, uh, also my, my brother, man, my boy, man, Ruben. Uh, Don Legacy is his, produ- his producer name. We were both working at stagehands, and I'm like, you know, chopping it up, like, yo, you know, I'm trying to do this thing with the music. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm on it too. He's like, I'm an intern at Stankonia right now. And he was like, I've been wanting to build with an artist. He was like, send me some music. He was like, you know, if it's like that, send me, like, I'll start bringing you through. Right. So I sent, like, I'm hungry at the time. I sent, like, 15 songs. I don't suggest oh, nobody to send, <laughs> I don't suggest for nobody to send nobody 15 songs. That's a lot, you know? Yeah. But like he hits me like a week later, like, yo, me and my girl been bumping you all day. Oh wow. And so then That's he's crazy. like, oh, come come to the studio. My mom drives me to the studio because my car broke down, you know. Yeah. Shout out to Mom Dukes. And I'm still, yeah. like, not sure. Like, I, I all of a sudden, I walk in, thank God, I'm like, yo, what? All these outcast plaques, like, this is real, you know? So, from there, me and him had started building my sound. From there, like, where I was, uh, they would let me get studio time, like, hooking me up with studio time and hooking me up with beats and stuff like that. Um, and I just got to meet a lot of the OGs within there from Big Boy to uh, Ray Murray, all of those guys that are just like dropped a lot of gems on me, even from Orlando McGee, like those guys, just like sometimes you'll come in there, I'll come there and it just, I might sit in on a conversation about music and just to learn how real it is. Um, and I got cool with the creative villains who are also some of my primary producers as well. And that's a crazy story too, because uh they just got like I shot like a super random shot in the dark. Like, you know, when the mellow ball like shoot from like half court and he points out <laughs> the dot, like it was one of those, like they had yeah. just got done, like they had got a plaque for like writing on Kanye's Life of Pablo album, you know? Yeah. And so you know, I, I sent like a DM and like a freestyle. Like it was a, it was the Mona Lisa 2 freestyle. Yeah. That's like super old. 
Um, but a lot of my day one supporters might know that song. But like I shot that over to him and he was like, okay, like I like this. Like this is dope. Like let's 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 chop it up over coffee. My my boy 3D did. And so we had coffee. I'm telling them what I'm trying to do. And I bought the beat for Cali Hills actually that day. And wow. I spent like my last $125, you know. Um, that's back when they had beats for 125. Um, you know, the prices don't want up, you know, shout out to the texture boys. Um, but yeah, man. And then like we just built from there. Like I just kept going there. We just kept building my sound. I think it's really good to have a team around you and that you could build with and trust. So you're not thinking you need to outsource all the time and, and jump from click to click. Exactly. You can just focus more on the craft, the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the quality yeah. of the music, the bars, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. really why I asked because, I mean, I remember there was a time where, you know, trying to put together a mixtape, I mean, you had to you had to wear so many different hats. Now it's like you got tons of content out now, you know what I mean? And I'm sure that, you know, a lot of that, you know, is credited to the team that you got right now, the team that you were able to build, so. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely been accredited to the team and the crew, like, no, it sure. helped me build a lot and just uh, showed me, like, the importance of what, like, building what people is as opposed to thinking you should try and do everything by yourself. Exactly. Even though, like, having the team does still mean you do the work, like, you're the engine, but, like... They help you get there, like the they help you get there. They make it happen. You know what I mean? They bring the vision to life. You don't. You the visionary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These these are the people. You know what I mean? That's on the ground. You know what I mean? Making shit happen. So. And bringing it, you know, and like you saying with the team, bringing it back to like you know beat build. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, even though this is somewhat of my brainchild, where you know I I kind of brought everybody together in a sense, but it's like you know Tato is the one who connected us with you, and you know is able to have these amazing episodes. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't have made this connection on my own, and you know Demont and Trustin uh, have both equally done their you know their share of bringing dope artists to the table. And it right. goes. And what so city are you in, Javier? Um, I'm I'm in Chicago right now. Oh, I'm from oh, that. That's, that's, yeah, that's like my second home. <laughs> For sure. Uh, and okay, so I wanted to ask you too, because you did bring up um, Cali Hills, right? And Cali Hills right now has been on heavy rotation for me just in the past 24 hours, man. Uh, and I shared it with like a couple of my friends who uh, we share music back and forth. It's like both of them said like they were like one of them was like man i'm working at a call center right now this is the inspiration i needed uh because you know you got that one line in there where you talk about you know you don't want to work at call centers and stuff like that because i think from like your mom yeah. and then um and then another one of my boys was just like yo like you know uh he was like yo this is definitely like the inspirational music i needed today and it's just crazy that it's like your your music has this uh influence without even me having to say anything i didn't even say yo this is jason from beat build nothing i just sent them the link and then they just hit me back like yo this is this is hard this is you know what i needed today and i felt like that was just like that was crazy to me nah that's that's such a blessing man because like i told myself if i was gonna do this i was gonna make sure i tell them my truth um and not putting on like a mask or like a persona, like more so just being a person, being who I am. And I think that's the good thing about Cavi Hills is like it cuts all the way through like all of the cool, like, you know, it's, that's why it's the last song on the project. Like, you know, we're gonna take off all my cool, 
I'm gonna tell you exactly where I'm at right now. Like I, I like that people said that. Like I've been, uh, cause I say I've been trying to find my calling, not working no cost and and that's real. Cause like I, I remember that you know, uh, from hourly jobs and like all of that stuff. We're trying to do this music. Like it's crazy, you know. Um, it's crazy, bro. Talk, talk. I about think my favorite line from that is actually for me is like. Uh, uh, when I only heat in his till they cutting off the gas, and I only heat in his when it's coming out of me. Shit get crazy when you try to chase a dream, and I was just like, cause I remember where exactly where I was mm. at that time, like making all that whole life first living project. I remember exactly where I was and what I was going through, and I just said like, all right, we're gonna leave it all on the table, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know one of my favorite tracks on there is, is Clear. Yeah. Clear is my shit. Why you say that? What's up with uh, Clear? Well, I mean, it's such, a, it's such a bop, like, and it reminds me, like, just the, just the sample that he used there was just, like, something that, that was reminiscent, like, in other, other music. So, like, I would send him shit and be like, yo, like, did you use this sample to, like, make this song? It's just a, it's just a cra- crazy bop, and, um, I feel like he had a lot of important things to say there, but like when you recorded that, bro, like where where were you? Like who was you? Who was you with? What was you? What was the inspiration behind it? Uh, just being frustrated and and thinking things needed to happen now because like you you gotta like meditate your way through this because like okay, it's one thing for you to jump off the porch and say like yeah we 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 presenting this I'm chasing this dream, but then like things don't just happen super fast or so much faster for you because you jumped off the porch. It just means you jumped off the porch. But once you jumped off the porch to say you like are chasing your dream now and you going for it, that means you have to stay down. And so that's where I made clear just from that, like space of like thinking, man, things are going so fast. Like I'm blowing through my paper, like, all the time trying to like get beats, get production, meet people, right. uh, travel here. And that importance of having a clear mind in the midst of like so much going on with trying to make music, day to day life, cause life doesn't stop. But then also just like being in a situation where sometimes we can overpay it, like overly pay attention to the culture. Yeah. Um, and for me, like, I had to learn very quick, like, the most important thing is knowing my why as opposed to knowing the culture because that's such, like, a moving target, you know? Right. Yeah, man. There's so much that you're saying. It's like when I when when you're speaking, it's almost like confirmation, like, because, you know, the same thoughts that you have are the same thoughts that I have where it's just, like, confirmation, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's other people who feel the same way and are on the same journey. You know what I mean? Your may, your your journey may put you on music. You know, mine takes me to another place. But it's like we we have the same mindset when we're chasing whatever our dream is, and that's yeah. powerful to me. Um, yeah, we deal also, we deal with a lot of the same things. Like there's yeah. a common thread. Like you know what I mean? For sure, for sure. And uh, I was going to ask too, so like, you know, you said that, you know, you can't climb the mountain without, you know, with it being smooth and, and no no troubles uh, ahead of you. But I wanted to know, like, what do you feel like right now is holding you back? Or, or you know, what are some of the roadblocks that you feel like are holding you back from being a bigger artist or getting the attention that, you know, we feel like your music deserves? Now, that's a, that's a good question. Hold, hold on. Um... <laughs> 
he had to step back for that. Holding me back. I think it's really just uh mastering like my craft of like consistency, consistency and understanding the importance of like patience. Like I know that it's coming, like it's right on time. Like I had like the craziest like month last month, like even from now, from like this conversation with B Bill. And it's very much like a consensus, uh, a consensus of, man, you know, you are slept on. But like, I remember like the night before B-Bill, I was in this like showcase uh, at my homegirl Prim- Primrose did. She's a dope artist as well. Like a uh, showcase uh, with the DJs and the DJs asked me like, on play nights before traffic, they like, man, you know, this is hard. Like that switch up, they like, where do you hear this for? Like, do you hear this for the radio? And I said, I don't really be thinking about the radio like that when I when I make music more. So like, how do I just make more music that my supporters can rock with and something that they know is true to me and build that? So I think um, what what's holding me back is just really, I don't think anything is holding me back. Really, I think this is going to be the year where we take it farther because I'm very focused on my intention and uh, just making sure that I'm being the best me and all of those things are coming. And I just remember that room of DJ saying like, yo, just yo, keep doing what you're doing. Like we see what you're about to do. And that was such a confirmation. Cause sometimes I thought like I needed to like switch my sound to get there, change, maybe I need a rap name. And I, I, I just have been sticking to my guns the whole time. And I know that what's for me is going to be for me. So I think this year we're going to get bigger. I'm going to get bigger than I've ever been just because where I'm at musically and I understand the importance of being in the moment. Like, like you know, we in traffic right now, but we about to dust these fools, you know? <laughs> and that's and that's where the, the name Traffic Jam comes from. Like, because I, I know there's like a lot of, uh, you know, through lines of, of traffic and cars and, and, and different things like that. I mean, I know that's probably got to have some type of Atlanta influence because that's all Atlanta is. is <laughs> Yo, that's all Atlanta is, is traffic. And like, it's almost like a thing of like, if you can't deal with traffic, like you don't even really need to be in the A. You might need to go to Missoula, Montana or somewhere else, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be big city, but like that patience because like the journey still is more like important than the destination at this point. Like, is if I woke up tomorrow and I just was like, oh, okay, we here, we made it. I would I would have missed out on like knowing D Brown, knowing yourself to even get to this interview that people are going to watch years from now after there's tons of more interviews after more records are being made, you know? More hits. More hits, more more bops. Because, like, I definitely definitely got some joints that's going to leave, like, the summer on Smash for sure. Uh, You know, we're definitely going to take over the summer this year. It's just uh, making sure I... you know, also give people the stories because, like, that's what's most important is, like, telling my story and making the soundtrack to that, you know? Right. That's why, like, Jay-Z, like, one of my favorite rappers because, like, he can give you both, you know? You can get Can I Live and Big Pimpin' and it'd be, like, the same thing, you know? Right. Yeah. And that's what I'm excited about because, I mean, we over here going crazy over, like, songs that you made back in, like, 2018. I can't wait to hear what 2021 
Jason sounds like, you know what I mean? Oh, man, 2021 Jason is definitely a vibe, man. That's why I, like, always told myself I was going to take my time with the music and not just, like, rush. Like, even though, like, we're in this era where people almost feel like they need a song from you every week, a song a week, a song a week, which is cool if you could do it. But, like, I know I had to take, like, all of 2020 to make sure stuff was right. And that's where it's good to have, like, a manager that's very close because he could, like, you know, like, nah, that verse ain't right. So I recorded, like, back and forth between, like, a whole lot in Atlanta, a little bit back home in Minnesota. I did some recording in Chicago, all of that for this, like, this project. So at this point, we're kind of going through the phase of, like, picking the records, finishing the, the Traffic Jam merch, and shooting the videos. So now it's just like no stopping now, you know? Can we can yeah. we get an estimated date on like when, when we're expecting to see some drops? Um, on when we're gonna see some drops. I know uh okay, don't cap. Don't cap. I don't cap. You know, <laughs> so you know, the end of February we're we're definitely uh dropping up the merch hats and uh working on the clothes for it. Um then I, I am shooting a video for this uh, next single I got featuring my my bro and a uh, dope artist as well, my bro Zip K. So uh, we got one in the stash that's pretty that's fire. Um, and then, you know, I got another video dropping too for another single I got called Freak. And that's that's really dope. So, you know, some 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 estimated drops, you know. I'm not going to tell y'all when the album's dropping because, uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of like an ever-changing thing sometimes. We, we right. getting real into the quality control of it all. For right. sure. For sure. And I was going to ask you, because, you know, like, let's bring it back to, you know, this platform, beatbuild.way, like, you know, how, how, how do you feel now that it's over? You know what I mean? Like, I know we were trying to really get you on um, season one and, you know, it didn't work out. But now that we got you on season two, the opener and everything like that, how does it feel, you know, coming stepping away from this experience? And, and what were your expectations even coming into it? Um, well, my expectations, I was, like, just expecting to hear, like, a, of course, like, a, a new version of my song. But, like, uh, I didn't know that, like, the, the new versions were going to sound so fire. And it's definitely an uh, honor to be a part of season one, you know, because it's like, dang, okay, we starting it off. And, like, okay, this is what somebody else has to top. Can I hit the charger? It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be tough. Um, so it's like this is what somebody to got to top for the for the, for the episode hour. two of season one. <laughs> so it's like that's that's crazy to me, but uh just super empowering because it's like, all right, like I'm the season, I'm the season opener. Like, look at me, you know, just just Jay Steele from Plymouth. Now we now we the season opener on Beat Bill. Like we we on the come up for sure, for sure. Um so I'm excited about that but like I, I going in i just didn't know what to expect because i was like is it gonna be me having to act like i like something that i don't like you know because like that's the worst time thing I mean, you run it's like when you're every, in every room with really like a producer or or like in a studio session and like somebody's just playing you beats and stuff and you're just like uh yeah it's yeah bro you know and you gotta hit somebody with the yeah we 
We gonna build. We we gonna build. <laughs> you know, support. You gotta hit the support black businesses. You know, <laughs> but like this was like a real organic thing of like okay. These were two fire productions, like firely produced beats, and that I get like these two versions that sound like this is just even crazier, you know? Yeah. And so, so like, you know, like you said, sometimes it's like you link up with a producer or producers and you're not really feeling their vibe or whatever. But you know, having these putting your song that's already been released, your own vision, you know, you you've already seen how you wanted this song to play out and you put it out the way you wanted it to be. But now you put it into, you know, now you put it into two new producers' hands for them to take their alternate take on it. And you know, I feel like that takes a lot of courage from an artist to even come on this platform to put, you know, their their little creative baby in the hands of somebody else. And for them to, you know, um, to change it around and different things like that. Um, I, I really wanted to know, like, do you feel like we did, we, we played a great match for you? Because, you know, now this season, we're really trying to think carefully about who we match with, with the artist. And you can be straight up with us. Tell us, like, you know, did we match you with some producers that you think that you will possibly collaborate in the future? Or do you feel like... You oh, know, man, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely trying to collab with those guys in the future just because, like, for them to be able to do that in 24 hours yeah. is, like, crazy. Where it's like, well, what, what would I be able to do in, like, multiple link-ups and back-and-forth emails with those guys. So y'all definitely matched me up with uh, very uh, seasoned and um, good producers. I could tell they didn't just start making beats yesterday. So yeah. that was really fire. Like, it, it, almost, it really feels like I got two new songs, even though it's the same song. It just was like the way that they all put their own approach. Like, I could tell that it was like, them in their rooms doing it themselves like i could tell like okay this is a real competition like yeah. you two want to beat each other and a demo man for doing their thing yeah man and like you said like you you are actually put in the middle of a real beef you know like trusting in demont they've been going head to head since season one you know several episodes of like oh this person beating that person this you know just going back and forth and, um, you know, I'm going to address the, the elephant in the room right now because I know people are listening to this after the decision has been made. Trustin has won. And it's because Trustin of you won, two. Man. You know what I'm saying? DeMont won the popular vote. But y'all decided that Trustin was the better version. So it, I feel it was, like, you know. It was a tough one. It was a tough decision because, like, DeMont really snapped with that sample. But yeah. it was just the way, for me, the way Trustin did that switch up because, like, I mm. never heard myself over something that sounded like a drill beat and i was like mm. oh like let's take this to london like this is crazy wow um, so <laughs> you know so that gave me a vibe i never had before and you know i've been trying to go to london you know um shout out to the uk baddies even though like they don't know me yet you know what i'm saying but you know when i don't make music you know i enjoy walks in the park and you know those types of things yeah, you know shout nice. out to y'all no, that's what's up. I, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so okay. So, like, really, y'all gotta inform me because I feel like, for one, you know, what I mean, I have to be unbiased because I'm the host, right? But you know, you guys both chose trusting, and I feel like it's the electoral college that stole the vote from, you know, what I'm saying, from the popular vote. I gotta be a man of the people at this point, you know, what I'm saying. So, like, no, really, tell me, like. College. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm talking about y'all. Y'all stole the election. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, really, like, um, you know, tell me what what went into like really, really choosing um, Trustin's be like. I know you said that you you love the drill aspect, but what did you love about it, Tato? Honestly, between the two, it, again, it was hard for me too because I'm a like I you know I give in easily when us when a sample is involved. So I'm like, damn, like. He kind of got me there a demo, but then this is what I was telling my girlfriend earlier because she likes demos over, yeah. over trusting. I was telling wow. her, like, this, is, this, even is, though, this is breaking up happy. This is arguments in the happy Yeah, home, this is breaking man. up happy homes, you know, man. It really I'm is. Saying, I hope you don't have to, you know what I'm saying? I hope she ain't tell you to get on the couch and nothing, you know. I'm in the doghouse right now. No, nah, it really Jeez. is because I told my girl I love DeMont's version. Like, if I have to really to say my opinion, I like DeMont's version better, but she chose trusting. So this is wow. really like a really contentious debate, you know, nah, for everybody. sure. No, I'll say, I, this, this is what I was going to say, though. Like, I do feel like, aside from the sample, like him cutting it up was fire, but I don't think that the instruments around the sample were the best, like, was the mm. best selection. Like, okay. I feel like... I don't know. I was I was expecting here something different, but it just wasn't it just wasn't clicking all together. But the sample itself was fire. And I and fire. I was like towards the end of the track, like um the instrumental for me at the end was pretty dope. Um and I like the fact that like he rearranged the song. Like, I think I thought that was clever as well. Yeah. Um, but I think just like all around, just in terms of like overall sound, trust and nailed it for me because everything was where it's supposed to be. Everything was clicking, like, and he just he just made whatever whatever flows Jason was hitting. He just emphasized them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and like he brought a certain punchline. Pocket, he was he was punched in. Like I was like, yeah, it's hard. Even when you when you said you uh, had to hit that shit twice, repeat like he repeated he repeated the drum. He doubled it up. I was like, oh, like <laughs> that's hard. Like yeah, he was yeah. actually listening to your to the to the lyrics. So I was like. Yeah, that's that's what wanted for me. And then at the end, for him to use his drop, you know what I'm saying? Mac Deuce prepared for take, prepare, prepare takeoff. Like, that shit was hard. No, oh, I think we might have lost him for a second. But, uh, you know, just to continue the conversation, I think that um, for me, I felt like demo, though, like, because both of them really rearranged the record in their own way, you know? Yeah. But I felt like I liked the way that demo um, rearranged the record better to put Jason's like, you know, um, talking point in the beginning. And yeah. then like that chanting type of part in, in, the, uh, in the beginning as well. Like my city come first, my bitches come last. Like that well, was that like, was that was that vibe was off. Yeah, no, for sure. And again, like, I think once I listened, cause I was going with demo. I was going with them one at first. Yeah. And then I heard it in the headphones and I was like underwhelmed because I was like, I just was expecting that shit to just slap a little bit harder. Maybe it was the drums. Mm. But I think it was some other stuff that was like just creating too much noise because I wanted to be able to hear the sample, but then still have the bass, like everything just separate. But it all felt like it was like too noisy at certain points. And I was like, mm. damn, like. It just wasn't hitting hitting the same, but I definitely like those elements. Like I think that's what got me on the live. Like when we actually did it live, I was yeah. like, "Man, that song right there is hitting all the way through." Um, I thought I was like, I thought I was fucking with Big Trust, but demo got the edge just off the just off the sample alone. Yeah, so, the sample it was, was tough. Crazy. It was tough for sure. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. And then also for me, I don't know if it's like on the on the uh, live. I don't know. Maybe I come across biased or sometimes because it's like because for one, Trustin, he played it through his speakers. Right. So I can't as a host, I can't hear all the elements of the beat. You know what I mean? So it's like um, I can like try to bop, but I feel like I'm kind of off with it. You know what I mean? But when I'm playing the actual instrumental, you know, or the song, I'm playing Demont's version and I can hear everything. I can feel the vibe and really, you know, vibe right, out right, to right, it. Right. So then it's like, you know, I don't want people on playback be like, oh, like you see how he was rocking with this one over here. Right, 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 right. No, I don't know. I feel you. I feel you. I can see, I can see that being an issue, but um, I can see that being a thing because I know for sure, like, I was listening to Trustings in the headphones and I was just like, all right, I'm for sure now. Like, it sounded just like it did on the live, but like, mm. also, I felt like if I would have heard DeMont's first, I probably would have felt differently. You get know what I'm saying? Mm, so you're saying if DeMont came first, you would have heard Trustin' like, oh, Trustin' blew DeMont out the water. So, it, it, well, it, or I would have been like, yo, I, I really rock with Demo. But I think Trust, he just came in. The fact that he was first and then his shit was so hard, it just kind of like sealed it for me. And I'm like, all right, if you're going to come and match Trust, you got to come with something that's, that's like, OD and it was until I heard it in the headphones and I was like, uh-huh. so the SoundCloud is what what broke it for you then, like you. Yeah, SoundCloud is definitely what broke it for me for sure. So oh, yeah, I definitely was both bumping back and forth, like trying to figure it out. I had to do like the car test too, you know. <laughs> you know, my fault for nice. the technical difficulty too. By the way, y'all. Nah, you good. I'm giving every from from here on out. I'm giving everything the car test because. That's the one that seals the deal for me. Sounds like even cool, but it's like it's still through the headphones. If it's whip, that's it. It's a hit. It's yo, all. and I definitely had to learn you that. You don't if I played in the whip. Exactly. And I had to learn that with like listening to beats. Like, because sometimes you might link up with a producer in, in the studio. Like, everything kind of sounds good on studio speakers. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The, the, the flair, everything, you're like, man, this is hard. Like, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to get this beat. And then you get the CD and you go in the car and you're like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm going back to when we, uh, we was backstage last time and I was telling them dudes like, yo, there hasn't been any song, you know, from a season one that I, you know, that has crazy replay value for me personally. Um, and ever since then, them dudes was like, yo, like, fuck me with that wave. This is a battle to win over Tato at, at this point. Like, I, I want him to be able to replay my shit. So, like, hey, when yo, it was so hard, I almost was like, damn, is this really them? Like, they went they went this crazy? Like, I was yeah. out of my, it was an out-of-body experience because it was one of them things where I was like, damn, like, I know y'all been busy, you know, in school, you know, doing a number of things, life things, but, like, for y'all to be able to, like, take 24 hours and then produce like this, yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all boys got a gift for sure. And like you said, even with like Demont's version of it, right, where you said like, oh, maybe uh, the instruments weren't the right choice, right? If if he had maybe have gotten forty eight hours or you know a mm-hmm. week to sit with the beat, and then you know, or even feedback from from Jason or somebody else, you know, what I'm saying to say, oh no, you know, maybe you should switch the instruments. Imagine how much harder that song oh, could be. Sure. And that's for like sure. the crazy part about beat build is like this is only 24 hours. So, you know, imagine if like, uh, if you if you really sat down and, and built and fleshed these ideas out. I'm sure that one right there would have been crazy if DeMar had a, a little more time. And again, just even thinking about it in, in that way, I'm like, damn, that's the kind of approach I maybe should 
go with for for the rest of the season because I also I got to give them credit. Okay, yeah, you did produce this in 24 hours, but I also got to think about okay, what if you had more time? What would that sound like then? Maybe my opinion would change. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, but also I mean you can't cut them too much, Grace. You know what I'm saying? Like if they pull up like you know with the metronome again. You know what I'm saying? You can't turn it into yeah. Now y'all get a week. Like wait, <laughs> right, the right. Whole, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like this competition is a game of you know who can produce in 24 hours. So like that's what I gotta go with. That's how I gotta look at it. But that makes you wonder though, like damn, like if Demar shit was that cold, you know, and he and say he did choose the right elements, man, imagine if he had a week, that shit would have been out of out of here. So and I like that it all plays on that thing. I like how we, they say, well, you and the person you're trying to be, y'all both got the same 24 hours. It's just, what, what did you do? And I'm just wow. like, uh, as the world is opening back up, like, you know, people are going to be looking at each other like, yo, we had the same quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, yo, we was both locked in the crib. It was just, Whoa. what What did you do? Did you go to stir crazy or did you get in your bag? Exactly. So, you know, when uh, again, if we if we go back to like, you know, uh, the songs. Right. And don't feel like you have to say a, a politically correct answer because you're on our platform. But do you feel like any one of these producers came close to the original or top the original? Do you feel like you would have put this out on your own had you had their versions? For, you know what I mean? Like. What's your premise? Yeah, like they definitely they definitely match the original. And um, shout out to the guys. Um. Uh, uh, unidentified logic that uh did the original man they snapped but uh these cats they definitely did match the original and like it definitely would have been like dang had somebody sent me like those beats i would have made new songs where i'm like dang you know and just even knowing that those flows sit on those type of pockets is like okay this is dope yeah, and, and that's one thing that I like about this platform, too, is even giving an artist the chance to, like, you know, hear themselves on a beat that they probably wouldn't have even chose. Like you said, like, trust him, kind of put you on a drill beat. And now you hear yourself and like, oh, like, now I can actually see myself on those type of songs. And that unlocks a whole different pocket for yourself, a whole new, you know, realm of creativity. Exactly. And that's that's important to me is like I think music is like all conversations. So it's like how many conversations can you have? And that comes from like being open minded with like what you listen to, but then also just like from going outside and like living your life, you know? Yeah. So getting back to like, uh, cause I know you missed this part of it. You were kind of out of the room for a second, but um, you know, when we talk about how both producers arranged the songs, right. I was saying that, you know, even, even though both of them chopped it up and changed it uh, from how it was originally, I really love the way that demo arranged the beat where he put, you know, your vocal part in the beginning and like put that chant in the, in the beginning as well, where, you know, he's talking about uh, where you say like my city come first, my bitches come last. Like that just kind of sets the tone where it's like you know you can see somebody like really turning up when that part come on yeah now he definitely snapped with that and i like that because i was like really making it your own of like reconstructing it and setting it up and making it a new song like which which made it eventful for me to hear like oh whoa the end is the first part now like yeah. that was crazy to me like that he could even hear like that you know yeah 
Exactly, man. So again, I mean, we're fortunate to have you on the show. We're fortunate to have you backstage, man. Like I'm really uh, he, like in awe of your talent um, as well Thank as you. these guys. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't say it enough. I, I, I just feel, you know, ashamed that I haven't heard your, I haven't heard your music earlier. Thank you. And, um, and it's, it's coming, man. We definitely want to come up and, um, you know, underdogs go from big dog, uh, underdogs turn into big dogs every day. And that's what we're going to do this year. You know, for sure. you know, 2021, you know, it's KG year. So, you know, we definitely going to turn into the wolves on these fools. <laughs> you know, I'm, talking, I'm talking that talk right now, you know. I mean, y'all asked me, like, some super official questions. Like, I was telling Darrell yesterday, like, I appreciate it, like, that, like, you even, like, went down the rabbit hole listening to my joints. Because, like, sometimes you can get in an interview and, like, you, like, dang, like, you realizing, like, the questions get so general. You, like, oh, you didn't, damn, you, you haven't listened to my songs like, at all. Mm-hmm. At, at all. And now, like, it's about to be, like, damn, bro, you about to ask me my favorite color. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like got nothing to do with the music. Like no matter what, I try not to have conversation with that. You know, even if I don't do the history, I try to still connect. You know what I mean? But like, but I, I know mm-hmm. there have been times where I beat myself up. Where like we've had artists on the show in the past where I didn't do my history on them, and I go back and find out how dope they were as an artist, and it's like, ah, oh, damn. Like if, if I had known, then I, you know, the conversation would have went way differently. Even though it may yeah. have still been a good conversation, you know? Right. Yeah, and with your music, I mean, it's is so much to it that like I like that you can latch on to, or you know, like like you're actually saying something, and it's not just like you know, what's the next rhyme scheme or whatever. You know, just to think how far like in in some sense like two projects is taking me like, and I almost kind of like take live before traffic jam is like more of a prelude project, but just like how far those like projects have taken me to where I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like to where like when you hear like this next thing I've been working on, it's over. Oh, and that was another thing I wanted to ask you too about live before traffic jam. Was that like an actual like live performance or was it just like live in the studio? Because it's like the sound quality is so high, but at the same time it still sounds like it's live. Like I don't know. How did how did y'all pull that off? So some of that stuff was in recording studios, and then the the second half of it was uh was all done like uh where I shot the live taping, and then the performances from the live taping are what we put on the album with uh Cali Hills and, and Loha, and that was uh just something that um I put together with the villains where uh you know my boy Black is a really dope uh. A pianist and producer so he knew um who i should get for the band and was able to help me with arranging that did that come at like a a, a fee to you because i feel like young artists <laughs> or did you just level leverage your you know your your um connections because i feel like young artists getting a live band is is way harder than it sounds you know what i mean like, oh, way harder than it sounds because yeah. like in every sense you have to respect the musicians enough and respecting the musicians means you pay them like take care of like the uh, take care of them you know yeah. And that's something I learned from my dad um, out the gate with, like, when you have a band, like, pay your band and take care of them. I think we we got to, like, as like you said, with young artists, we got to stop looking at um, 
musicians and producers like, oh yeah, let's build. And that being Spanish for come and do work for me for free. Like, nah, like <laughs> pay your producers, pay your engineers, um, pay your band and they'll build with you. And because you invest in them. And if you can invest in somebody, they will invest in you, you know? That's a fact. Yeah. Because there's been plenty of times where, like, you know, artists, other artists have said to me, like, man, well, you know, you mind if I use, like, I got to steal this idea using the band too. And I was like, well, if you stealing my idea, quote unquote, stealing, because there's nothing new under the sun, just make sure you pay my guys, call my guys and pay them. And then I have no issue with saying, yeah, you took my idea, but don't, you know, don't, um, you know, do whatever and say you got that from me. I don't want nothing to do with that. Yeah, exactly. And that's the way that you truly uh build with people when you want their time to bring your vision to life, you know? Um, the Because, like, I know when I made Live Before Traffic Jam, it was, like, with intentions that, like, okay, yes, I'm investing in this idea with this band and all of this stuff, but this is setting me up for, like, being able to tour because I was uh going to be touring all through 2020 and, mm-hmm. you know, things hit how they hit, but I'm still glad that I was able to put that out. And then to think I was kind of ahead of the curve on putting out a live band content and then like the whole world turned into like virtual shows. Yeah. <laughs> And that is crazy. crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy. So, and, and you said that your your dad is a musician, right? So, what what kind of musician is he? Okay, so my dad, aunts, and uncles have a group called the Steels, and they sing. Um, they're singers. So, my dad is a vocalist and composer. Um, so the Steels group, they they're known for doing a lot of like R and B, jazz, and gospel. And uh, back in the day, they used to do work with Prince and Jimmy Jam and like that whole Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis and that whole little crew. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's like a big influence to me. Um, with seeing the family group and then being able to do it professionally and independently, and um, they sh- showed me a lot of the ropes on just how to like go about pursuing this and the importance of being able to maintain it along with chasing it and maintaining your personal life as well. Um, So we got a big family. Um, I got another, oh, that's what I also got coming up. I got another virtual performance coming up um, with my cousins back in Minneapolis. Um, uh, We have this crew uh, that we started called Generational Wealth. And uh, we we just did a taping, so that was my boy, uh, my cousin Be Successful, my cousin Jazz Steel, and uh, my cousin Cool Breed, and uh, we all put together a virtual show um, back home, and that was dope, cause uh, that was my first time getting home since everything's been happening, and um, it it just put a good perspective in me, you know, to make sure I'm staying rooted. For sure. I mean, and obviously the roots run deep, you know, like, uh, and I was going to ask you, um, you know, what other artists came out of Minnesota, but then you said Prince, like that makes sense. Like, you know, Prince came. So was that uh, a real connection that, you know, your family's from Minnesota and Prince is from Minnesota and that's why they worked with them? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So like when my dad and then uh, meeting him when he was young and when they were young, um, they well, my dad is was originally from Indiana. So with them meeting them, like when they first got to the Twin Cities and then being able to build with him, 
um, was really cool. Just even me being around him when I was like a really little kid, like. Oh, you were around like, Prince? Yeah, I have some crazy, like a crazy Prince story. <laughs> oh, you got to tell us a Prince story, man. We don't have one of those on this platform. You gotta okay, get... so I'll tell you. That's how we going to close. This is my first time ever telling this story like on air. Perfect. So this is I how we going to close out the, the, the podcast right here, the Prince story. Come on. <laughs> this is how we going to close out. So I got to uh, go on stage with Prince when I was like in kindergarten. And it was a situation where me and my dad were backstage and like we're all backstage and he's rocking like this whole like festival type show. And yeah. at the end of the night, like for this encore, like, you know, he's holding this other little kid's hand and then he's reaching his hand out back to me. And my dad is like, go, 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 grab his hand, go out there. And so I run up, I grab his hand and I walk out on stage with him and I'm dancing on stage. And my mom, you know, she's like, where, where's like, where she's trying to like wondering where I am. And she looks up and she sees me on stage dancing. So I was like the man in my elementary school for like a, for at least the rest of the week, you know. Dude, for the rest of the, the history of elementary school. <laughs> the, the, the rest of the year, right? The yeah. rest of the year, probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being too modest about that. But but yeah, man, so that was like just a dope time just to see that. And that was like something I remember because I remember that was the first time I was like actually coming into realization that like my dad was an artist. Mm. Cause like, you know, we're going to the thing and then like, I'm watching him go ahead of the line, ahead of the line, ahead of the line. And it's just <laughs> like, Oh, okay. Like this is, this is how this works. Yeah. So then mm. when you, when you reached out to Prince's hand, did it like you grabbed his hand, like you touched his hand. Yeah. Did you guys like, did you guys float off the ground at that point? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Or did you, did you feel like a surge of electricity <laughs> through your palm? Like, yeah, like how did it, how did it feel? No homo. Maybe, maybe uh, I don't, I don't remember it feeling, <laughs> I don't remember it feeling like any different than like a hand, but like, I'm sure it gave me that confidence as a young man cause, or as a kid. Cause I was just a child running out there like, yo, I'm about to hit my moves. So I think that's probably where the electricity came and that's probably been in me this whole time, you know? So rest in peace to the big homie. Word. Yeah, man. It's like some of his uh, energy rubbed off like uh, on Space Jam with the basketball and now oh, yeah. he's running with that Monstars energy. Oh, yeah. like, my whole life, you know? So when it's all said and done, you know, I, I definitely got that, that TC energy in me. You um, met Prince, bro. You never going to fail, bro. You I'm never, never going to fail. I, I met Prince. I'm never going to fail. That's, You're never that's, going that's, to fail, You're destined for greatness. That's a bar right there for sure. Salute to the guy, and a salute to Jason Steele, one of the other guys. You know what I'm saying? Big All right. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us backstage. I appreciate you coming through every time. And uh, it's going to pay me to say this. I appreciate you for coming backstage, too. All right. I apologize if I was a little too harsh in the beginning. But you actually held your own, you know, backstage, and you kept it cool. So here's a pass on me. And you can come through as long as you subscribe on our YouTube channel, you follow us on SoundCloud, you follow us on our social media accounts, and you just stay abreast with everything that we have coming out with BeatBuild.Wave, all right? Season 2, we going all the way up. 
and we want to make sure that we have all of you guys with us and you don't want to miss a beat all right see you guys next week